Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. This is my second short story in my podcast, and it's called Stealing from Lions. In Kenya, East Africa, there are many tribes. The Maasai you've probably heard of. They live in a large area that borders Tanzania. This is also home to a tribe called the Dorobo, who you probably haven't. The Dorobo don't have cattle and don't grow crops. They are hunter-gatherers who live much as we all have done for the last 30,000 years. They're experts at tracking and experts at hunting. They have to be. If they weren't, they would starve. The Dorobo have a special relationship with one animal, the lion. They know how they hunt and what they hunt. Sometimes they will be stalking an antelope. They'll look across and realise a lion is stalking the exact same animal. The Dorobo and the lion see the world through very similar eyes. If the Dorobo make a kill, they're not greedy. They will take what they need and leave the rest for the lions. I was there to film the opposite. What happens if the lions make a kill? Our main character was a Dorobo hunter called Rakita. We were there to follow him and his two friends. They slept under a huge rock overhang, painted with art from thousands of years ago. They slept on a mattress they'd made from wild sage, which smelt delicious and was so, so comfortable. We waited and we waited. Then, in the darkest hour before dawn, there was a commotion. Rakita sat bolt upright. The lions had killed something. We headed towards the roars. Soon we came to a clearing. There we saw 13 lions with cubs feeding on a wildebeest. Over 20 years, I've filmed lions a good few times. There's certain rules. You stay in your vehicle and you use a long lens. You do not walk around on foot and you most certainly don't walk towards lions on a kill with cubs. But this is what I was going to do. My friend filmed from a vehicle getting the vital close-ups. The director told me I didn't have to, but I was just too excited. So here's what happens, in theory. The drobo walk calmly towards the lions. The lions look up. What's going on, they think? This isn't right. We're the kings and queens here. No one walks up to us while we're eating, especially humans. But the drobo carry on. The lions panic. Surely something's wrong, they think, and they back off. The drobo then cut off some meat, head home for lunch... That is the theory. I stood behind Rakita as he started to approach the roaring mob with his two friends. My eye was glued to the camera, so to my right I was blind. My only defence, a lens cloth. Closer and closer we walked. A massive male with blood dripping from his huge mouth growled at us. They kept walking. All 13 lions stopped eating and stared at us. They kept on walking. Any show of fear, hesitation, they would attack. They carried on walking. In the last few metres, the lion's nerve broke first and they scuttled back into the bushes. As quick as you like, Rakita dropped. He pulled out his knife and cut off a leg, threw it over his shoulder and all three turned grinning and started to walk away. This was when I felt the most vulnerable. We had stolen from the lords and ladies of the plains and now our backs were to them and I was at the rear as the four of us walked away. Every moment I expected the attack, it didn't come. Five metres. 10 metres, 20. Rakita was cracking jokes. The others were laughing. Soon, we were back with the rest of the crew and we were safe. I had trouble standing. I have never felt so alive. It was an astonishing feeling. We looked back. The pride were back on their kill. We headed to the cave where we would feast on wildebeest haunch. Nothing has ever tasted so good or been that deserved. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe and I hope you listen again. Thank you.